The Daily Perspective is number 13 in Feedspot's top 25 Christian men's podcast, but I'd like to get to number one. So here's what I need you to do. Subscribe on your favorite streaming platforms, then share it with everyone that you know. I'd appreciate that. Now let's get down to business. Here we go. I was born for his service. He filled me with purpose. Take your time while you worship him. I'm unplugged from the matrix. Believe without seeing, I'm plugged into the matrix. The daily perspective. Welcome to the show that gives it to you with no fluff, real Christianity, and all that good stuff. Welcome to the daily perspective, and I'm your host, Mister Daily. So. First and foremost, let me give a shout out to everyone that's listening on Spotify, um, Audible, Google Podcast, Google Podcast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Breakup, Pocket Cast, Tune In, wherever you are listening from, I appreciate you. This week on The Daily Perspective, we are talking about that video that has been going around of uh, someone that I have admired for a very long time, someone that I met when I was um, starting out in the Christian music scene, Mr. Kirk Franklin. But we're not talking about it the way that everyone else is talking about it. No, 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 no. It led me to think about something else. It led me to think about how we as a society are under the spotlight. Everything that we do is being watched. Whether you are a celebrity or you are just regular Joe blogs, you are being watched. Some people want to call it cancel culture. Some people want to call it big brother whatever you want to call it the fact of the matter is as a people today we are being watched but let's start with this video so what is this video about basically the video was put out by Kirk Franklin's eldest son I believe he's 33 years old grown ass man you know but Dude put this video out trying to basically show his father in a bad light. Now, I am not going to judge because I do not know Kirk Franklin's son. And I am not going to judge Kirk Franklin because I do not know Kirk Franklin like that. So it is not my place to judge. If I was the judge as well, I would be doing the thing that I am talking about in this episode. I would be judging people whose lives are on view. The thing is, Kirk Franklin's son put this video out. And what he basically done was recorded a conversation between himself and his father. Now, obviously, there was something going on. It was a heated conversation. Tempers were flaring. But 
And this was the first thing myself and my wife picked up on when we saw this video. He only put out the section where Kirk Franklin was cussing him out. That set alarm bells ringing for me straight away. Like, oh, so you're not gonna show us what led up to that? You're not gonna show what made him flip out and what made him start cussing? And the fact that you hear Kurt Franklin saying, don't disrespect me, means that clearly his son must have said something to him that set him off. Now, for people that are familiar with the story and I guess the history, I'm not. I don't get into people's business like that. My understanding is there is a history here of the son being very entitled, believing that he deserves more than his dad is doing for him, even though his dad has done a lot for him. Um, and he feels that his siblings, his dad's other children from his marriage get preferential treatment when it comes to, I guess, the attention of their father um, and what he believes his father bestows upon these children. Now, first thing, dude, you are 33 years old. Now, let me let me put this out there and make sure this is understood. I am not saying that a father cannot help his children out. I would be a hypocrite if I said that because my pops has helped me out many a times in my adult life when I have hit upon difficult situations that I could not resolve on my own. But my pops ain't here paying my mortgage and my bills on a daily basis or weekly, monthly basis, whatever it is. I work, I pay my bills, I look after my children, I look after my wife, I feed my family, I take care of what I can take care of. Now, like I said, there have been instances where I've run into situations and some people want to sit up there in front like they ain't never, they ain't never hit on hard times or anything like that. I ain't going to front with you. I, I keep it funky. I keep it 100. Every so often in life, you will run into a situation that may be bigger than you can handle at the time. There is no shame in asking for help. And I've... I've had to humble myself and ask for help on a number of occasions. Cool. But I do not expect daily, weekly, monthly handouts from my father to help me see myself through life. No, 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 no. Now, the understanding I have is that this is this young man's approach. He's expecting these regular handouts from his father to see him through life. He's expecting his father to keep maintaining him. And I guess there is a level of resentment because he feels his dad isn't doing that despite his dad's success. But 
my argument here, and I guess probably Kurt Franklin's argument, is that you're a grown man. You have to make your own way in life at some point. Go out there into the world and make your way. I have afforded you an education and other things and I've helped you and I've helped you to get established. And I'm sure if he was striving to do something, he would get the support that he needs if his pups can offer that support. It just seems like dude wants to ride this wave and not do anything with his life and just keep getting looked after. That's how it comes across. Now, like I said, I am not in people's business, but that is the story that I am getting. So with that being said, they seem to have some level of conversation which goes sideways. This guy is recording the whole conversation, but chooses to release this very short section of the conversation to the public where his dad is cussing him out. Also, you hear him cussing out his dad. Now, personally for me, I would love to say that I would never cuss out my children like that. And, you know, my kids have got me mad. They've got me mad. But cuss them out? Nope. But maybe because I don't really cuss out people like that. Maybe that's just me. But... Um, actually, 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 let me, let me, let me keep it, keep it real. Let me make sure people don't get this twisted. If you come at me in a way that pushes my buttons to a certain extent, oh, best believe you're going to get cussed out. You will get cussed out the way that Kurt Franklin cussed out his, his child. Would I speak to, but what I'm saying is I would not speak to my children like that because there is a level of respect that I afford to them that I expect them to afford to me. But that is not to say that Kurt Franklin did not afford his son that same level of respect because he starts, like I've said, he says at a couple of points in that conversation, don't you ever disrespect me. So, we did not hear what his child said to him. He might have said something that was mad disrespectful. We don't know how long the relationship has been on a knife edge. We may not, we do not know how many times he has had to sit there and endure his child cussing him out and not respond this may have been the hundredth time this may have been the first time even if it was the first time maybe he raised this boy in a way to say look don't ever speak to me in this way and the, and he child crossed the line we don't know i don't know the situation so this, that is why I said I'm not going to try and speak on it 
in a way of trying to justify what Kurt Franklin did or justify what the son did because I just don't know the details and to be frank that's their business and that I pray that they resolve it I pray that there is peace I pray that there is um, some level of resolution where the families can come where the family can come back together and move forward in a positive way sometimes moving forward in a positive way means going your separate ways and if that is the case hey I pray that God will bring peace to each side now what got to me was what I saw on social media people talking sideways on Twitter Instagram whatever you look you all have your opinions. You made your opinion. You formulated your opinions based on that short clip that you saw. But when your life is under the microscope, you are quick to tell people you don't know what it's like. You have never walked a day in my shoes. You have never had to sit here and listen to this kid. This is the child that I brought into the world. I wiped this kid's butt. I did this. I did that. How dare this child. So. Why is it okay for you to feel disrespected. And cuss your child out. But you getting mad at another human being. Cussing their child out. And I think that's the funny thing. Because. If Kirk Franklin was not. Who he is. As a Christian artist, this would be a non-issue. Because we see people and we hear people cussing out their children on a regular. And you'll be sitting up there on social media laughing about it, joking about it, finding it hilarious. But because it's Kirk Franklin, gospel singer extraordinaire, the man that revolutionized and changed gospel music you're like oh why is Kirk why is Kirk Franklin cussing out people why is he cursing why because Kirk Franklin is human because Kirk Franklin has a limit because Kirk Franklin gets mad and frustrated the same way that you do he never sat up here and told you he was Jesus he is just a normal human being that is striving to do something. And yes, he might have a temper. Guess what? Quite a lot of people in the Bible had tempers. Remember um, Simon Peter chopping off someone's ear because he got mad? People had tempers in the Bible. The end of the day, they are human beings. And everyone has a limit. Everyone has what they can stand and what they can take. And sometimes you get pushed to that point where you just snap and you respond. The human nature takes over and you're like, no, I'm not going to sit here and take this disrespect no more. We get there on a regular basis. We're just lucky that nobody knows who the hell we are and don't put us on blast and it doesn't go viral. 
But because Kirk Franklin is who he is, his situation went viral. I think it was mad disrespectful that his own child would record and release something like that. I don't know what he was trying to achieve. I don't know what he was trying to get out of it. Actually, I have a fair idea of what he was trying to achieve. And I think it's mad disrespectful. Because at the end of the day, if you really want to put something out, put things out in context. Put the whole conversation out. So people can hear what happened, how it started. Because at the end of the day, you put something out that, sh- that shows you as the victim. Whereas you, have, you may have been the one that started the argument. You may be the aggravating factor in this whole thing. But because you want to paint a picture, you want... To have your father cancelled or you want to have the other individual cancelled. You paint the picture in a particular way by releasing the clip from a particular point in the conversation. Isn't that what we do? Isn't that why we get mad on social social media? Because people paint us in a per- particular way because they do not release things in context they never show the full picture and unfortunately the society that we live in today everyone is under the microscope everyone's life can be become viral social media content you just got to pray that someone isn't out there with a camera phone or some kind of smart device recording when you have a situation or a meltdown of some sort. I don't think it's right that anyone can get on their high horse and judge. The hell? What are you judging for? Who makes you judge and ju- judge and jury for someone else when you've got your own situation, when you've got your own drama? When you've got your own skeletons. Some of you got graveyards. Not even a skeleton. You got graveyards in your closet. Because. You are human beings. And that's the thing. I'm not sitting up here to judge anyone either. I'm just trying to. Show that look. Take your time and stop. Trying to. Make people out to be. Something that they never claim to be. They never they never put themselves on a pedestal and claim to be holier than thou. They never claim to be perfect. No man can sit up here and claim to be perfect. At the end of the day, I knew for a long time that Kirk had a, um, had a temper because he talked about it in his autobiography. He's never hidden the fact that he, he, he gets mad upset. If you knew Kirk Franklin's story and the trauma that he'd been, been through, you would understand why he's got certain issues and flips out and stuff like that because he's a victim of trauma himself. Hurt people hurt people. Isn't that the saying? But should he be judged because of that? Does God love him any less? There are a lot of people out here judging and and pointing fingers and saying this and that. 
But you cussing out people on a regular. You cussing out people for less things. You cussing out the man that cut you up on the on on the road this morning. You cussing out the person that messed up your coffee. You cussing out the man at the dry cleaners because he messed up your clothes. Trivial, materialistic things. But here is a man that's in pain because a child that he feels he has given so much for and sacrificed so much for and done so much for is talking to him in a way that breaks his heart. It's cussing him out. And then he's expected to not respond. He's expected to just take it. I'll tell you something now. I couldn't even get a cuss word out in front of my parents without getting my butt whooped. Let alone cussing at my parents. You would not be getting this podcast if I had cussed at my parents. Ever. Because I would have been in a coma and probably not woken up. They would have beat my butt black and blue. So, am I I mad at Kirk Franklin for cussing out his son? Nope. Honestly, nope. Like I said, I'm not saying that I agree with it. But am I mad at him? Nope. Because I don't know his situation. Am I mad at you when you cuss out your your whoever you want to cuss out? No. Because I don't know your situation. I can't judge. And I dare you to come and judge me when you ever catch me cussing someone out. Because if you're if you're lucky, you'll get some cussing out too. Straight up. At the end of the day, we are human beings. I'm not saying we it is right. I'm not saying that it, we are perfect. But we get upset. We get in our feelings. And when we are hurt, we hurt people. We cuss people out. We say what the hell we want to say. And we get it off our chest. And we let loose. So, why do we do this? Why do we have cancel culture now? Because we have a society that enjoys watching the trauma of people around them. That's just my that's my personal take on this. We now have a society that is so it's not even transparent because what we see on social media is so fabricated. We have this massaged culture. Um, either it's content that's made to make us feel less than we are. Because it's constantly flaunting materialistic things in our faces making us feel less than or um, we are watching other people's pain 
and we feel good about ourselves because we're not in their situation or um yeah it falls in us personally i think it a lot of the time yeah there's some general you know there are content creators that create stuff that is just entertainment poking fun at just random things but when you really look at the root of a lot of things it they the majority fall into the either side it's either making us feel bad about ourselves or we feel good about ourselves because we're enjoying the misfortune of someone else how many people found um the gorilla glue woman funny because i know i ain't even gonna front i laughed my butt off because i was like you 40 years old you should know better than putting gorilla glue on your head i I'm proud of it, but I got some entertainment from watching this woman struggle with this Gorilla Glue in her head because I'm like, why the hell did you put Gorilla Glue in your head? Does it look like gel? When did you ever see a Gorilla on the packet of of, um, any hair product? I I was hella confused. I'm like, you couldn't just go to the, you know... Phone a friend and say, hey girl, um, I'm out I'm out of jail. Can you just, you know, I, I know you're busy, but please, I don't want to look, come out of the house looking crazy. Can you swing by the store, grab me some gel? You know, I'll hook you up when you get back or whatever. Or put a headscarf on, put put you know, put put a shower cap on and just go to the store. Like just rock that out, rags and just like, ah, I'm going, I don't care what anyone says, you know. I dare someone to say something to me. Nope, you didn't want to do that. You decided you were going to go in your cupboard, pick out the Gorilla Glue. You must have bought the Glue. If you had the Gorilla Glue in the house, you knew what the Gorilla Glue was for. Because you were going to use the Gorilla Glue for something. And I know I've gone off on a tangent here, but let let me run with it. But you knew you were going to use the Gorilla Glue for something. So if you had it in the house. Why the hell did you suddenly think it was you you could use it for your hair? Please help me understand that. And if you didn't in, have it in your house, that means you went out, went to the hardware store, bought the Gorilla Glue, went back home, probably passed uh, a Walmart, um, Walgreens, CVS, whatever. You passed some supermarkets and pharmacies or whatever on your way home but you still chose to rock out with a gorilla glue and then your hair got stuck to your head and you were trying to wash it and the shampoo was sliding off and your hair looked like um one of those infomercials where they spray those cars with the 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 shine thing and 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 the water just it repels water it's, it's like you had rain rainex on your head because the Gorilla Glue done stuck it all down to your scalp. And you out here crying looking crazy. Uh, what did you expect? Did I find that entertaining? Hell yeah I did. I found it entertaining. I laughed my butt off. Um, I said it. So exhibit A. Laughing about someone else's misfortune made us made me feel good. But that's the society that we've that we've created. 
And I'm not one to, you know, I'm not one to usually do something like that. And I probably, I didn't really think about it that deep until now. But one of these things fall into, they fall either side. Either we're feeling good, good about ourselves or we're feeling bad about ourselves based on what we see on social media. Because that is what the content is there to create. We live in a capitalist society. So we're either driven by capitalism, which is dr- forcing us to act in a particular way and think in a particular way, or we are on the other side of the thing where, like I said, we're laughing at someone because of their misfortune. Uh, so, and then we've got the cancel culture part of it. Why do we cancel people? We cancel people because we don't like something that they've said. Or it makes us feel a way about ourselves. It hits on maybe our insecurity or it offends a part of us. Now, again, hear me out on this because some people are going to get mad and say, oh, but we cancel racist people and... Look, I was out here, I, look, I'm not even going to front, I'm saying that, I've been saying that we should cancel someone like Piers Morgan. I think he's, I think he's arrogant, I think he's rude, I think, I personally feel like he's racist. Um, there are a lot of things that I do not like about him and I would cancel the dude. But, why do I find him so irritating? Because I find his words offensive. I consider him to be a a, a bully. Um, his arrogance is just... I, I haven't come across anyone as arrogant as he is. But if I look at the qualities that I, that I find irritating about him at some point in my life I can't speak for everyone else I may have exhibited those characteristics or I would have come across as arrogant at some point not intentionally but I know I have I I know um, someone has told me in the past that they thought I was arrogant and until they got to know me and realized that they got it twisted but hey I came across as arrogant. Um, Do I feel like I may have said something that is racially offensive? Hell yeah. Of course I have. Unintentionally. Because. That doesn't. And that doesn't make it any better. That's not me trying to justify it. It's wrong. It's dead wrong. I am dead wrong for it. Um, And. Especially growing up in the 80s and 90s. Listen, in the playgrounds as kids, we said a whole heap of stuff. And there were songs and all of this stuff. And we said it as kids not knowing. But it then coloured our perception of people as we grew up. Luckily, luckily for me. I grew up with a view that 
I saw things that I didn't like. I worked in companies and I saw the way that, that people, white and black and Asian, treated um, offshore Indian workers. And that rubbed me up the wrong way. I didn't like it at all. I realised very early on, as I started to mature, once I got out of my childish teenage years or whatever, I realised that the fact is everyone is a human being and everyone deserves the same level of respect. And unfortunately, and this is, this is why I, I, have, I take issue with people like Piers Morgan... I don't believe that they extend that same level of respect that they want as a human being to other human beings. If you do not want, if you would not want someone to bully you, then do not bully someone else. If you do not want someone to speak to you in a disrespectful manner, then do not speak to someone else in a disrespectful manner. If you wouldn't like someone trolling you, don't troll someone else. But people like Piers continue to do that. And I stand here and I'll say, yeah, cancel, cancel him. But Piers Morgan did not just become like this. Piers Morgan has probably been like this all his life. But we see it more now because life is, a, is we are living under the microscope. And because he's dumb enough to to tweet all of his, he's I think he's not dumb. He's arrogant enough to tweet all his nonsense and send all that rubbish out there and say it on national TV and say it with his chest and then get upset and walk off stage when someone challenges him about his idiotic, childish, trolling, bullying behaviour. But that is, this is the society that we have created. This is the age of the smartphone. This is the age of technology where everything you do is recorded and shared. People record and share without thinking. People record and share without consideration for other people's feelings. People record and share without consideration for who it's going to hurt and how it's going to be received. That's why we have people hacking people's phones and sharing private images of people without a second thought. Because we have gone so far down that road of feeding our own arrogance, our own pride, our own selfish desire that we have ignored the pain that we cause to other people and the trauma that that leads to. This is the society that we've created. This is the world that we live in today. You sit here and you listen on the news to young women who have had their lives turned upside down because someone has hacked into their iCloud account or someone has hacked into a private Facebook account and shared images of them or um, it's revenge porn. It's an ex-boyfriend who is sharing intimate photos that they have because the relationship ended. No consideration for the other person. 
No regard for their well-being. No regard for their mental state. But you are doing it because it will make you feel good. It will make you feel like you have one up on the person. It will make you feel like you won. That's the same thing Kurt Franklin's son did. He wanted to win by any means necessary. So he took something that should have been a private conversation between him and his father. And he shared it to the whole world. To paint his father in a certain light. And then I saw something on Twitter. It said that he's now upset because black people heard his dad cussing him out and took his dad's side and said, you're damn right. You deserve to get cussed out. Well, maybe he was dumb enough to re- to, to forget the fact that black parents don't take disrespect lightly. In fact, I don't think any parents take disrespect lightly. If you are a parent that takes disrespect lightly, then... You know, hit me in my inbox or something. Send me an email. Let me know because I would love to hear your story. Because I I do not take disrespect lightly. I will not accept disrespect for my children because I afford them a level of respect. I love them enough to respect their opinion. I love them enough to sit down and hear what they want to say. I love them enough to speak to them with respect. I love them so much that if I am willing to sacrifice my life for them, so the, if I love them that much, there is a level of respect that I give them. There is a level of trust that we have in a relationship. And what I saw from this clip was a son take that, stamp all over it, shred it to bits, spit on it, and throw it back at his father. Tell me I'm wrong. If someone believes that 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 isn't what happened, hit me up and tell me that I'm wrong. I will happily have a debate with you on this matter. At the end of the day, no parent goes out there, well, No loving parent goes out there with the intention to harm their child to or to give their child a life less than what they believe their child deserves. No one wants to give their child a poor life. Some children get out of pocket because they're comparing their lives to the lives of their peers that may be a bit more fortunate than them, whose parents may have a bit more money or whatever. At the end of the day, accept your parents for who they are and what they can afford to give you and appreciate that and then strive to do something better for your children. The whole point is that as parents, we want the next generation to do better than we did. So don't be getting all mad at your parents if they can't give you certain things that your peers have. Learn and say, okay, cool. I I know for sure that... My, my children have had more experiences and seen places that I never saw when I was their age. 
So I have, I have done things that my parents couldn't do for me at the time. I've put my children through a level of education that wasn't available to me at the time. Not because my children, not because I love my children any more than my parents love me. It's just that the opportunities they gave me were better than the opportunities that they had. Therefore, I am working to give my children better opportunities than I had. And I pray that my children will give their children better opportunities than I gave them. That is what we call progress. Anyway, I'm not going to keep talking about that. I'm going to start to wrap this thing up. I've given you my opinion. I've shared my thoughts. Like I said, my con- what I, the conversation between us, because this is a conversation, even though you ain't saying nothing bad right now, but it's a conversation, is always honest, it's always true. I give you my real thoughts, my real opinion, my real views. That is why it's called a daily perspective. Let me know in the, com- in the comments, whatever, Twitter, Instagram, let me know how you feel about this thing. Hit me up. For people listening out there who want to be a guest on the show, hit me up, david at dailyperspective.co.uk. Um, you can catch me on Twitter, Instagram, and Clubhouse at dydaily. Get at me. And um, yeah, we are going to be back next week. Let's see what's happening in the world. Let's see what we're going to be talking about. Um, check out the live recording of the Imperfectly Human podcast which is coming soon uh, coming next week Tuesday the 23rd on Facebook YouTube and also on the iProgress CC page see you next week